Don't be left in the dark. Get proper understanding of life through the word of God. My people perish for lack of knowledge. The word of God is an illumination which gives direction. Remain place as Reverend Osfawenu illuminates your mind with the word of God with all simplicity and clarity. Is kingdom influence. The emphasis has been that believers, all of us, are to serve as gatekeepers, providing access for others to come into his kingdom. We emphasize that there are three dimensions to fulfilling that responsibility. It can be fulfilled by playing our intercessory role, the prophetic role, and the evangelistic role. And so today, we're going to dwell more on the evangelistic ministry of gatekeepers. But as you all know, these roles and responsibilities interwine. And because they interwine, you will still have the reflection of how there is a link between the intercessory, the prophetic, and the evangelistic. But then, the ultimate end of all this is the evangelistic dimension as a result of which souls are won into the kingdom of God. So the gatekeepers have their ministry at the entry point. It's more or less they are standing in the dividing line between, a, you can call it a compound, an institution, a house, a designated environment, and the outside of that specific place that has been carved out. So without as passing through the gatekeeper, it's quite illegal for you to get access into the mansion. And Jesus emphasized that in John chapter 10 by saying, I am the door. And that anybody who legitimately gets into the kingdom must pass through him. Coming through the window makes you a thief. That's the way Jesus put it. Praise the name of the Lord. And where Jesus stood when he was practically alive is the place where we are standing in for him today. Are we together? Now, the big question now is this. Since you get saved, got baptized in the Holy Spirit, how many people have assessed your side, has assessed your gate to come into the kingdom? So, in the literary sense of the word gatekeeper, the presence of the gatekeeper oscillates around three words. The heart of the gatekeeper is in the mansion, but his body, the physical body, the physical presence of the gatekeeper, where, is, where, where do you find it? At the gate. Then, his eyes, where do you think will always be? On the outside world, outside the gate, to check the character that will enter the mansion. So, the presence of the gatekeeper oscillates around those three worlds. He has his heart in the mansion, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So, the attitude of the gatekeeper is to always be heavily focused. But it's in the world, but not of the world. Then he should be vigilant. He will be watchful. So, the gatekeeper are therefore central to fulfilling the great commission. The gatekeepers are central to making godliness a pride in all fields of human endeavor. Matthew 28, 18, to there about verse 20, which is the last verse. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, 
and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So the gatekeepers have the end result of their activity, okay, is to serve as the access for people to get into the kingdom, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. We are talking about his kingdom influence, and we are the agents to make his influence present everywhere man is found. So every believers will allow that to sink in, that you are God's agent to make God's presence present everywhere man is found. Say after me, I am God's agent to make God's presence present everywhere man is found. However, to function in that office, it also has the prophetic dimension. You know, I said I'll put emphasis on how the responsibility in, 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 in Interwines. So the gatekeeper ministry, the end of it is evangelistic. Okay, but the operation of it, if you be effective at it, is basically prophetic. So you may and you don't necessarily have to be a prophet in the conventional use of the word prophet as one occupying one of the fivefold ministry office. But once you are a gatekeeper, you still require the prophetic gift of vision, of discernment of spirits, of words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and other connected gifts that the prophet function by to fulfill your ministry effectively as a gatekeeper. And thank God, you don't have to be a prophet to exercise the prophetic gifts. Hope I'm not confusing somebody. Hello, church. What are those things that I refer to as prophetic gift. I've mentioned them. I've talked about vision. I've talked about discernment of spirit. I've talked about words of wisdom, words of knowledge. These are the gifts of the spirit that we find most effective in prophets. And the prophet will look straight at you and will say, yesterday you were at so, 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 at number so, 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 holding a meeting with so, 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 person. Words of knowledge. Are we together? And he did not actually have any conventional means by which he has gathered the information as some do today. So, you don't actualize some of these prophetic gifts. And I will establish that from the scripture. Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. The scripture says, And it shall come to pass afterward, that I will pour out my spirit upon, I want you to, uh, to go to that, upon what? All flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Dreaming dreams is also another gift that is connected to a prophetic office. Your young men shall see vision. Look at those who will benefit of this great outpouring. The Bible really did not say it has to be people that are set apart, consecrated or ordained, okay, and given the official responsibility to serve either as pastor or as evangelist or as prophet. The Bible says he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. So, which means you qualify to exercise the prophetic gifts without necessarily occupying the office of a prophet. I hope I'm not confusing you because in your day-to-day -day activity, you need these gifts too to function. Hello? You are a CEO of an organization, okay? And you are in charge of uh, personnel management. You are the one who chairs interview to bring in new employees 
into your organization. If you understand what I'm preaching, if you understand the subject I'm talking about, gatekeepers, people who bear the influence of the kingdom beyond the four walls of the church auditorium. So, with understanding of the fact that God has promised to pour out his spirit upon all of flesh, and that you can exercise the prophetic gifts without necessarily occupying the office of a prophet, then when you are conducting that interview, okay, you put all your spiritual arsenal, okay, on the watch. Through discernment of spirit, okay, all the recruitment you will do will always be in order. There won't be recruitment error. We won't bring in somebody to the organization who will, who will bring damage to your organization. Am I talking to somebody? You are buying and you are selling. You can, if if you understand what I'm what I'm teaching you, it's possible that the only thing we give you a witness that that woman that is coming to buy, turn that woman down, and the woman will come and say, "I want to buy." Okay, how much do you sell it? Oh, I sell it uh, a, a thousand dollar. Give me one. I give you one thousand five. But before the person will arrive, God had told you that turn her down. And if you disobey, because the person said I'm giving you uh, one thousand five for a good you are supposed to sell at one thousand, you collect it. At the end of the day, you discover that you have collected fake money simply because you did not really understand that what is functioning in you. When before the person arrives, God was ministering to you that turn her down is. The prophetic gift of words of knowledge. You have the accurate information, okay, that you really didn't learn. You have the accurate information that you don't receive from an informant. It's just a witness of the spirit in your heart. And so, as Christians, we are strange people. We are not normal. Hello, are you with me? We are not what? We are not normal. So, if you are just living the normal life, then you are not living the, the actual Christian life. The actual Christian life is full of abnormality that will not agree. With the, con with the conventional way that people do things. You are, you are in this world, you are not of this world. Am I talking to somebody? So, please understand this message and scale it down to your day-to-day -day life. I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Indicating that you can exercise the prophetic gift without necessarily occupying the office of a prophet. Then, if you understand that and you live your life to that degree of spiritual maturity, okay? Those who are using the prophetic office to swindle you, you will never be their victim. Am I talking to Pastor Deva? When somebody stands on the pulpit and the person is actually telling lies, okay? So a witness in you will tell you, and your sons, it's not a gender issue. The sons will be included in this move. The daughters will not be exempted. Your sons, and your daughter shall prophesy. I told you what happened to me many years ago. I just pray that as our children grow older, they won't lose their spiritual foundation. Somebody say amen. When my children were still much younger, we, all, we, always, we always have confidence in some of the instructions that uh, Brother Zion will give. Yeah. We, are, we are trying to go out and, we, and when he says, how did they take this place? If you disobey, you just discover that something ugly will happen. Why? Because the God says he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. Our sons will do what? Prophesy. Our daughters will prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see vision. And also upon the servants and upon the earthmates in those days will I pour out my spirit. So you may not be what you may not be the boss in an organization, but you may be the one that is spiritually in charge. If you understand this message that you are a gatekeeper, be any the influence of God. Wherever man is found. Am I talking to somebody? So that 
before your boss will go and take a, a boardroom decision, a policy decision, he will, he will invite you. Like Joseph will be invited by King uh, Pharaoh. The scripture in Psalm 105 said, Joseph taught the senators of Egypt wisdom. So that in in the social setting, you don't you don't occupy the hierarchy of those to be consulted. Okay? The prophetic gift functioning in you will not allow you to be excluded. When decisions that affect your destiny affect the destiny of others are concerned, we are not functioning in that regard. Is the reason foolish policy are the things that are guiding our society. Am I talking to somebody? So the gatekeeper ministry is prophetic in operation, but like any other gospel ministry, it must remain evangelistic in purpose. So the end of it is that we are able to bring men to the kingdom as gatekeeper. The way a gatekeeper will stand at the gates and his entire life, his presence will be oscillating around the mansion where he has his heart. His bodily presence at the gates, but his eagle eyes is all over the environment, beyond where he is physically standing. That's the attitude of the gatekeeper. And of course, for those of us who understand the spirit of the sons of Isaac, as I mentioned last week, and we have an understanding of the prophetic calendar, you will certainly know that we are now in that era, whereby we can no longer allow spiritual space of the church to remain vacant in the larger public space. Not understanding this dimension of the believer's responsibility as a gatekeeper is the reason we have the space of the church in the larger public space remaining vacant. And that was what Jesus was drawing our attention to when he was saying, Occupy till I come. I just pray that particular space that is reserved for you will make godly impact in your generation. You will not keep it forever vacant. The Lord will take you to that, that seat of authority in the name of Jesus. And of course, the fact that our space in the larger public space is empty is also the reason we are witnessing the kind of decadence we are now witnessing in our society. I will point you to a way you can function effectively as a believer who understands that he has a ministry of a gatekeeper. I call the two dimensions, the sort ministry of the believer and the light ministry of the believer. So, as believers, we are basically wired or fashioned to fulfill our ministry to the world as the light of the world and also to fulfill our ministry in the world as the sort of the earth. So, for every believer, you have a ministry to the world. Hello? You also have a ministry in the world. These are two different things. Somebody may say semantics. So when you look at the two, they look similar. They look related, but they are not the same. So if we will fully fulfill our ministries as believers, the way it is expected of us from God or by God, we should go beyond mere gathering for Christian fellowship in our worship centers. So there is this urgent need for us to understand and operate the light ministry of the church differently from the short ministry of the church. And I will explain. Can we check Matthew 5, verse 13 and 14? Ye are the salt of the earth. The A part of Matthew 5. Are you there? You are the salt of the earth. Go to verse 14. And also let us look at the A part. Ye are the light of the world. If these two ministries are to be fulfilled in the same manner, I don't think there will be a need for our Lord Jesus Christ to express the same thing 
using different words. You are the salt of the earth. He didn't say you are the salt of the world. Are we together now? When it came to verse 14, it says, You are the light of the world. He didn't say you are the light of the earth. Are we together? Now, what does that suggest? The light ministry of the church can be likened to the enzymatic ministry of a catalyst. When you have a catalyst in a reaction process, that catalyst is participating, I mean, is contributing to the process without having an actual practical contact or participation in the process. Are we together? Those who understand basic chemistry or biochemistry will quickly connect with what I'm saying. A catalyst, by the time you put it into inside a, a reaction process, it will make the yield to increase. It will make the speed to increase. But by the time you are analyzing the products, okay, you will not find catalysts as part of the products. But it has contributed to making the yield to be much. It has contributed into making the, the process to be, to be fast or retarded. Either way, sometimes it can retard the process, sometimes it can accelerate uh, the process. But by the time you get the product out and you analyze, you will not be able to find it as one of the ingredients. Are we together? So, in the same way, the light function. We understand this basic uh, process called photosynthesis. Without the ray of light, you can't have your plant blossom. Now, you now take a leaf or a flower or any of the harvest from the plants and take it to the lab and analyze. Will you be able to say, this is light? The way you'll be able to say, this is carbon, this is uh, hydrogen as a component, this is vitamin, this is uh, this particular mineral, potassium or whatever. No, you'll not be able to say, this is light. But in you, having that particular fruit from a plant as light not contributed, it has contributed. So, which therefore means as the church, as the believer, without necessarily being involved in the practical day-to-day -day activities of our society, we can still make our impact. We can still bear strong influence. And don't forget, I told you that the gatekeeper's ministry is like a tripod, stands on a tripod. Intercessory, prophetic, and what? Evangelistic. Are we together? So, one of the ways we can serve as the lights of the world, okay, could be through the intercessory dimension, whereby we gather in the church and we pray and we dictate the direction things should go in the larger society. Are we together? Whereby, without necessarily leaving our comfort zone of Christian fellowship in the church, by the nature of the way we live our life, we can bear a witness that we glorify our Father in heaven. That's what verse 14 says. You are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, that is, of our character and of our charity. Hello, you feed the hungry. You lift up the downcast. They see all of this. And at the end of the day, what do they do? They glorify our Father who is in heaven. So, you are in that capacity, you are functioning as the light of the world. But, Jesus did not limit us to that. He also called us the salt of the earth. So, a catalyst does not participate in a reaction, but a seasoning participate in the in the food 
You know what we mean by sizzling? So, as the light of the world, it also has its prophetic dimension because by the fact that we are the light of the world and by the standard we are living by, we are revealing the sinfulness of the world. The way you live your life without you actually preaching to somebody, can that person just look at the and say, ah, ah, I need to change. However, as the source, we must go into the world to change the world. Just like a system must have contact, a system must mingle before it can actually contribute its quota. So, the first, which is fulfilling our ministry as the light of the world, is prophetic. The second, which is fulfilling our ministry as the salt of the earth, is evangelistic. Let me try to protest that more so that you get a good grasp of what the issue is because it's a very serious one. By the time you understand what I am teaching, okay, the church will no longer need to be preaching to you, evangelize. This understanding will simplify your role for you, okay, in the area of evangelism, in the area of being a positive kingdom influence that will draw other people into the kingdom. You understand that as a believer, you are a gatekeeper and as a gatekeeper you have this double edge ministry the light of the world and what the salt of the house now if you use sunlight to dry your meat can you taste the sun in the meat hello you use sunlight to dry your meat can you not say ah but this is the taste of the sun but yet the sun has contributed to the preservation of the meat the preservation of the fish. So in the same way, if you live your life in a correct way, as the light of the world, okay, you are going to contribute positively in a way that will check some of this moral laxity that we see in the society. Am I communicating to somebody? Now, if you use salt to preserve the meat, actually, of course, you have the taste of its flavor in the meat. What does that suggest? It means light can make its impact from a distance. The salt makes impact by contact. So it's therefore good to say, by the way I am living my life, by lifestyle of grace, of godliness, and of uprightness, okay? People are looking at it and they, they are emulating me. Yes, you have done well, but you have not done enough. Are we together? So what are the other things you need to do? You now need to also go out and mingle and speak the gospel to them and witness Jesus to them, relate with them, have contact with people. Verse 15, seal of Matthew 5 say, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it give a light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Now, I will illustrate still this subject more with a story in 2 Kings 2, 19, verse 22 and draw the curtain for today. 2 Kings 2, verse 19. And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord see it, but the water is not, and the ground are And he said, Bring me a new cruise, and put salt therein, and they brought it to him. And he went forth unto the spring of the waters, and cast the salt in there, and say, Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more dead or barren land. So the waters were healed unto this day, according to the saying of Elijah, which is speak. Now, it is not impossible that God will just ask prophet Elijah to go or not even go to that river. Just stay in the comfort of his ministry office. Okay? 
and faced the direction where that bad river was and made a declaration that let there be healing for that water and it will happen. But wherever there is the word of the king, there is what? There is power. Distance is never a barrier for the full manifestation of the power of God. Are we together? He sent his word to heal them and to deliver them from their destruction. So it's a possibility that the prophet will just make a declaration and uh, that river will be healed. But that style was not used okay, to tell us that sometimes you can achieve and extend the influence of God's kingdom by functioning as the light from a distance. But some other time, it becomes necessary okay, to go there and have practical contact, practical impact. So the prophet now said, bring me a cruise, put salt inside it, and he went there and cast it there. Hello, I just pray that you will understand that you are that salt. And it will please the Lord to put you inside cruise, which could be that job you will soon gain. Which could be that great office that God will soon honor you with. Which could be that business that God will soon give you. Okay? And by reason of that, you are going to be cast into the larger society like that. And because you are the salt of the earth, you will bring healing to things that are going bad in our society. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So, to effect the salt ministry of the church, a corporate dimension of the evangelistic ministry must be intensified. That is what we are going to be discussing from next week. The corporate dimension of the evangelistic ministry. Hello, as against the natural witnessing dimension of the evangelistic ministry. As the natural, the conventional. Okay? We want to evangelize. Then we must carry ourselves two by two and put Bible under our armpits and go from, one, from door to door. That's conventional. It's still proper. Are we together? Then we organize a crusade. We put all the light and we put all the speaker and we gather the people. Natural, conventional. But then, if the job will be well done, in addition to those conventional ones that we have been well used to, there is the need to begin to emphasize the corporate dimension. And it takes those who understand them their ministry as gatekeepers who will function as both the light and the salt of the earth to undertake this new dimension and make the knowledge of the word of God to spread and cover the earth as the water covers the sea. So it's an urgent need for us to understand the corporate dimension of the evangelistic ministry. And by the time we have that understanding, we must intensify it because that is what will fill the vacant space of the church in the larger society. And it is because our space in the larger society is vacant. It's the reason depravity has taken over the land. But in this generation, God will raise you. I say God will raise you, put you in a new cruise, and he will go and cast you into that relevant place where Jesus will be glorified in the name of Jesus. It may be in Nigeria, it may be in overseas, but you are that sort that the Lord will put in his new cruise and cast you into that place where you will honor God in the name of Jesus. God bless you in Jesus' name. We believe you'll be blessed by the ministry of this message. You will do well to be the doer of all you've heard. For further inquiry and spiritual help, contact this number 80
0242-242-5882 or worship with us at Oasis of Wisdom Bible Church or Justin's University of Ilorin, teaching hospital, Okelsey Ilorin. God bless you.